You're listening to Unshakable Minds. We're your hosts, Shelly DeLoyer and Kelsey Van Roon. We believe that your personal growth is the key to unlocking greater results, fulfillment, and impact in your business. Because you can achieve any goal with an unshakable mind. Hey, so today we're talking about why do we get into this place of being unhappy or dissatisfied with the current level that we are at and how to sort of break that down into what does this mean? What am I doing with it and how to shift it? I love this topic. Um, it's like essentially the perpetual state that I live in <laughs> of like, <laughs> of like, there's always, I'm always striving for the next thing. And yeah. that used to be really exhausting mm. and really tiring. And mm. I even remember like first getting into the personal growth world and being like, all these people are walking around feeling not good enough. I'm walking around going, nothing will ever be good enough for me. I'm good enough. I'm good. My word <laughs> is there. It really wasn't. Right. Right. Because perception is projection and our outer reality is what's going on inside of us. Yeah. But that it was still exhausting to always be striving for the next thing. Right. Yeah. And, you know, you and I were talking behind the scenes and I, I was sharing how my husband, Nick, said to me, this was quite a, a couple of years ago or f- quite a few years ago. Um, it, how it feels like I'll never be happy. He was saying about me, right? Like you're always wanting something more, something bigger, something better, something faster. Something like what's next, what's next, what's next. Mm -hmm. And for him, that was stressful because it's like, he was perceiving that to mean I was expecting it from him. Right. Right. And for me, I'm like, no, no, I just, there's always so much more. There's always more money to make. There's always more people to help. There's always um, a bigger house. There's always a nicer car. There's always more vacations to go on. There's always the backyard that we want to improve, like all the things. Yeah. And I live in a world where I believe we get to have it all. Yeah. And then I go, okay, so what part's next? And then what's after that? And when do I get to have it all? And (laughs) (laughs) so let me ask though, did that feel exhausting for you? Like around the time where like Nick was saying this to you, Mm -hmm. did it feel exhausting for you or was it just exhausting for him? It felt exhausting for him. It didn't feel exhausting for me. It felt, um, Like I was questioning or doubting it. So I had to really push. Mm -hmm. It didn't feel so much exhausting, but it felt like I didn't know if I was enough, if I was good enough to make it happen, if I was smart enough to make it happen, if I was resourceful enough to make it happen, if I had the perseverance. Right. So it still came down to the like, I'm supposed to live in this abundant world where anything is possible. And I feel like I'm on the tipping point of figuring that out, but it probably could be happening a little bit faster, a little bit quicker, a little bit, whatever. 
and more and I, and with more ease, right? And, like it felt like a struggle. Yeah. I get to have it all, but the process of creating that is filled with struggle. Yeah. Okay. So for me, that feeling used to be exhausting mm-hmm. um, because everything, right? Everything, there, I had no energetics in my life. Although I believed in like the energy of things, I didn't do any work right. with the energy of things. I didn't do any, like the, 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 the thought of letting go or surrendering was ridiculous to me. <laughs> like those people must just be like bouncing into the walls, not getting anything done. <laughs> yeah. Because everything has saying, to come from me. Right. And when you say you had no energetics, it's like you weren't playing with the energetics. You weren't doing anything with the energetics. Of course, the energetics are there because energy is always there. Always there. And it's running the show and it's, it's you know... There's, yeah. it's such a big piece of the puzzle, but yeah, if you're, if we're not doing something with that consciously, if we're not learning about it, shifting it, yeah, using energy to our favor, then it's just kind of like, feels like something we have no control over. Right. So in the world of energy where it's like, you know, um, yin yang, masculine, feminine, there's always like a balance happening. My energy was a hundred percent masculine energy. It was just do, do, do. If I do this, this happens. But guess what? It still didn't work, right? The masculine, the masculine linear world says, do this, this result, do this, this result. But, and for some people that is going along tickety-boo. And for like major, like for my life up to that point, it was going along tickety-boo until all of a sudden it no longer worked. Right. And then it was, I need to, shift something here. I need to change something here. Yeah. And that's where I learned about the term energetics. And even though like 10 years prior to that, I had like watched the secret and bought the books and read Eckhart Tolle's the power of now. And it was like gibberish to me. And I was like, who is this cuckoo man? It doesn't make any sense. Um, and then I got more intentional with my personal growth. And I remember like specifically being in like a personal growth seminar and we had to like rate ourselves on this like wheel of like zero to 10, like, you know, health, where do we feel we're at with our health? Where do we feel like we're at with our, with our relationships and money and all the things. Right. Yeah. And then there was like a piece of the pie was energetics And I literally said to the instructor, I was like, if I don't know what that means, it probably means I'm a zero, right? Like, (laughs) he's like, "Uh, yeah, don't worry about it. Like, You're in a weekend seminar. We're not going to solve everything. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I had that exact same experience with that wheel of life, right? Like looking at the different areas of your life and, and how well are you established in each one? And I was like, energetics, like how much energy do I have? Like, am I energizer right. bunny or am I tired? That's how I read that. my blood pressure. Like, is that what you're asking? <laughs> oh um, my goodness. So funny. <clears throat> the fact that you say that too about Eckhart Tolle reminds me that about seven or eight years before I really dove into my own personal growth and even you know, experienced and embodied into these seminars and things and and really took a look at 
how can I improve myself? I started reading Eckhart Tolle's um, A New Earth. Right. And I got maybe like 10% in and I was having full-blown panic attacks reading the book. I was like, I can't do this. This is not for me. This is like (gasps) scaring the crap out of me. It is telling, it is showing me all of my fears, all of the things that I don't understand about the world and the way the world works and spirituality and questioning all my beliefs. And I can't do this. I can't like put it away, take it away. Don't let me look at this book. And now I have reread it a few times and it's incredible. It's, yeah. It's and like, then so I had the same experience with the power of now. <laughs> and it literally did not make sense to me at all. I was like, I don't understand what I, I can't even read a paragraph and make sense of it. Like it, it actually is not computing. Right. Like it's like, it's written in English, but he's speaking a different language. <laughs> and then I, you know, read it recently, a couple of years ago and was like, this book has the answers to life. Like, yeah, exactly. That's it exactly literally went from, you know, okay. so yeah. let's bring it back to not happy with where I'm at. I right. should be further along, you know, I should have this and this. That was the exhausting part for me. Right. Should. Right. I should. I should. According to who? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And Um, so, yeah, for me, it was a big, it was a big should game that was making it exhausting. Mm -hmm. And then I like what you said, like when we were talking about this behind the scenes, when you were like, you can have, let's talk a little bit about having gratitude and desire for more. Mm hmm. I think I have an idea on that too, but I want to hear yours first. Okay. So there's this interesting thing that happens when I am in this, I'm in where I am now. I'm in the present moment and I'm looking around at what do I have now? Who am I now? What am I doing now? Like, what are my accomplishments now? And at the same time, or parallel to that, taking a look at, and what else do I want? And it feels like two very different energies, right? There's the reality of now, and then there's the reality of what I'm striving for and what's next. Mm -hmm. And inside of that, there's the potential to be unhappy with what I have now because it's not what I want and what I want to call in next right? What I want to create next, the the achievements that I want to have, the results I want to have. So if where I am now isn't where I want to be, then there's the potential to be unhappy about the gap. Yeah. Right. Um, And a big piece of what I've learned about growth and, and goals and, and dreams and desires and the results that I want to achieve is where I am now is part of the journey of getting to where I want to be next. Right. And so there's a gratitude piece that needs to happen to be really grateful for where I am now. Grateful for how far I've come, grateful for what I've achieved, happy about the pieces of my life that I have created so far, the achievements that I've created so far, the, the business that I've grown and, and that is such a, a 
representation of who I am an expression of who I am and what I'm working towards. And also then getting to desire what's next. Right? And these two go hand in hand, but they feel different. There, there's a different energy to gratitude than there is to desire. There are two different things. Yeah. So I think this is where people get a little bit lost is like, well, am I, am I being grateful or am I in desire? And either or thinking, right? But it gets yeah. to be both. I am grateful for where I'm at. I'm grateful for what I've created. I'm grateful for what I already have. And I desire more of this. I am creating this next. This is what I am working towards in terms of my dreams, my goals, my desired outcomes. Yeah. So for me, I think it was like, so when I think about gratitude and desire for next, I totally get being able to be in both places. And looking back to where my desire for the next thing was exhausting, Mm -hmm. I would say, well, of course I'm grateful for the things that I do have. But honestly, looking back, I can say I wasn't actually in gratitude. Right. If I have to be really honest, right? Yeah. And this still happens today. I'm not perfect. Nobody is, you know, um, and I'm just thinking of like a conversation that I had with my coach a couple of months ago. And I made a comment about like a group program or something like that. But, you know, what if the what if stories, what if it happened? What if I launch it and I only have one person join? Womp, womp. Those were my exact words, right? Right. Because it's supposed to be a group program. So what's a group program if there's just one person? Of course, that's a womp womp. And she came back to me and said, like, I know that, like, think about that one person. If that were to happen, that one person that were to sign up, what if they were to know that you just called them a womp womp? And I was like, oh, shoot, right? Like, no, that's not what I mean. <laughs> right? Like, no, 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 no. I'm grateful for them. And she said, yes, but are you really? Right. And it's like and that was like that wake up message of like, shoot, yeah, like I need to, like, and then here was the kicker, right? If I can't actually show the universe and be in pure full gratitude from this one womp 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 that I'm calling them a womp womp, why is the universe going to send me more? Right. If I can't be grateful for one sale or one win, and it doesn't have to be a sale, right? For one win, for one whatever, that's why I'm not seeing the abundance of the world. Right. Yeah, exactly. I would, uh, gratitude would exist in my head, but mm-hmm. not in my body, yeah. right? It would be like, yes, I'm grateful. I'm thinking about being grateful. Right. I'm remembering that I'm supposed to be grateful. Right. Yeah. But I'm not feeling the gratitude. Yeah. So it's not really gratitude. It's okay, the concept. So how do we let people know how to feel gratitude in their bodies? Hint, hint. I don't know what you're talking about. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it. Like, 
right? How do we, how do we feel gratitude in our bodies to shift it from intellectualizing something to embodiment? For me, a lot of it came down to like an intentional awareness of, wait a minute, am I just thinking this in my head or am I feeling it? And once I, once I go, okay, let's actually feel the feeling, then it's this, it's like reminding my head to pay attention to what my body, to my emotions, because otherwise I would be quite dissociated or disconnected from my emotions. It was like, oh yeah, that's just what the rest of the body is doing, but the head is what matters. So let's think about it. Let's think it, but who cares what the actual feeling is? Right. So So you would actually go like what? Close your eyes. Mm -hmm. Find gratitude in your body. Focus on gratitude and find where it is. So when I focus on gratitude and my eyes are closed and I just allow myself to be sort of here in this moment, Hey, let's do this together with Shelly. I'm going to do it too. Okay, go. Okay. All right. So my eyes are closed and I focus on gratitude. And I connect to that feeling of gratitude. Where do I feel it in my body? I just kind of do a scan from the top of my head down and find where gratitude exists for me right now. Right now it's coming up in my stomach. Me too. I'm thinking of mac and cheese. (laughs) I'm like, gratitude is mac and cheese in my belly. (laughs) Oh my God. That's amazing. Okay. Okay. For me, it's like, it feels like, like happy little fluttering butterflies, not nervous, but just like excited energy. (sighs) Okay. Find that feeling of gratitude, lean into it, feel it. Feel what gratitude feels like in your body, not the thought, but the actual feeling. And one of the biggest pieces I've learned is to disconnect from the thoughts, creating the emotion, especially when I do this with negative emotions to really work through and process a negative emotion is to connect with the feeling, the way the emotion feels in the body. The conscious mind can drift off and the thought process doesn't matter. Here, it's the feeling. Mm. How does that feeling of gratitude feel in the body, in the stomach? And when it's a positive emotion, we can expand it. Just focus on that feeling of gratitude and let it grow. Expand outwards. Let it get bigger and brighter. Double in size, triple in size. And let that feeling of gratitude expand through all of your body, all of your cells, every fiber of your being. And feel into that feeling, the energy of gratitude. That feels good. I'm all tingly now. Yeah, that felt good. Mm-hmm. Cool. Then it was like, okay, so gratitude's not just this, it's not a thought. I mean, it's I can think about the things I'm grateful for, yes, but gratitude is an energy, it's an emotion. So we got to connect to the feeling. Yeah. And then I've got gratitude for what's now and 
desire for what's next. This is where I go, okay, I can be happy for where I'm at and excited for where I'm going. Yeah. And so I think one of the big things for me was how do I, I, it, it's, it's really hard to feel gratitude when you're focused on the lack, when you're focused on what is not working, when you're focused on, right. And I think that's what made my desire for more and not happy with where I'm at. That's what made it so exhausting because all along I was actually just focused on the lack. Yeah. So so for for me, yeah. Feeling gratitude in my body. I wouldn't have been able to do that because there was no gratitude. Right. So if you think of emotions as like positive or negative, right? Everything falls into the, one of these two categories. Negative emotions are based in fear, based in lack. Positive emotions are based in love and abundance. Yeah. So if you like gratitude is a positive emotion, right? It's, it's focused on abundance. It's focused on love. It's pure positivity. Right. But if we are focused on lack, but it's not enough but I'm questioning myself. I'm doubting myself. I don't know if things are going to work out. I, I'm powerless. Mm-hmm. Then yeah, we're not, we can't be in gratitude and, and focus on that lack or That's focus on that lack and expect ourselves to be feeling grateful. Yeah. Right. So we have like, that's where learning how to shift your emotions, process your emotions, shift your energy become such a pivotal tool in being able to experience the great, the gratitude, feel it and recognize this is the happiness for what is now. Mm -hmm. And I've got the desire for what's next. And so for like that body awareness work, like I love that. And I think I'll just like, for just tie in like if body awareness, cause not everybody will feel it. I um, was actually just on a coaching call the other day and did a very similar body awareness exercise and, and, and about success. Where do you feel success in your body? And um, the person said, I, I, okay, I gotta be honest. I didn't feel a thing. And it probably is, we need to work with it. It's a muscle, right? We need to like continue, probably haven't allowed themselves to feel the full spectrum of emotions, right? Right. And so cool, right? We're going to work on that. Um, But at the same time, if you feel stuck, focused on the lack, if you're, if you heard me say that, and if you're like, yep, that's me, that's, I'm really focused on the lack the way that I turned around, started to turn that around was I actually started finding all the things in my day, in my business, in my family, in my relationship, in my bank account, anywhere where I said it's not working. I sat down with a good old pen and paper and started writing out all the ways that it is working. Mm -hmm. Even if it is the smallest, you know, because sometimes it is the tiniest shift 
right that creates this like cataclysmic is that the right word yeah thank you um you know creates this like the tiniest shift brings the biggest shift right it's such, like it's a compound of all these little things right yeah and our thoughts create our emotions our emotions are a response to our thoughts yeah so if you can't connect to the emotion you were thinking about okay so if i don't feel the gratitude what can i think about that i'm grateful for what can i think about that is going well what can i think about that's working for me and, and if you and if you get to what can i think about that is going well and if you go nothing cuz like 7 years ago i would have said nothing shelly nothing is going well <laughs> and then my task then would have been that can't be true right everything is a perspective you are living and breathing here in front of me. Yeah. You let's start writing out all the ways that it is going well until you actually believe that things are working. Maybe right. it's on a small scale, but let's make it, you know, you need to actually sit down pen to paper. And I can't say enough, like the pen to paper, sit down and do the work. I used to cringe when coaches would say, the only way that this won't work is if you don't do the work, right? And now I'm like, yeah, that's exactly what people need to do, right? Yes. So many, you know, what is common sense? It, I mean, does it sound mind-blowing? If you feel like nothing is working, focus on the things that are working, right? Like, does that sound like mind-blowing advice? No, not necessarily, but maybe it landed in a way that felt really good for you. And very often what is common sense is not what people are doing in their everyday. Common. Yeah. Not common. Right. Right. So. Yeah. If this sounds easy and it sounds like the, a simple Uh thing. Yeah. It really is. And it's simple in concept. Yes right? Like cognitively to understand this. Yeah, no problem. Focus on the good things. Focus on, you know, what is going well, but if you're not actually doing it, then or being it, then, then that's a different story. But I know I'm curious to see if the, if you think you were similar, Kelsey, but I would let it stop at the thought process. Right. And so I would, okay, let's think about the things that are going well. Cool. And then it would last like a couple minutes and then I'd go back into my reality. Um, and the focus would go back over to, but there's this and there's that, and I've, I've got to do this and I've got to do that. And this isn't working and that isn't working, blah, 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 blah. And what about, and for me, a lot of the time was, yeah, the thought is creating the emotion, but I wasn't letting myself actually feel and, and become aware of how am I feeling right now? Like my emotional vocabulary was nilch. It was like, I feel good or I feel bad. I had zero (laughs) um, connection to emotions. Why do I feel the way I feel? No idea. What emotion is this? I don't know. Feels bad. Feels awful. No, I don't think I, I don't, uh, that doesn't resonate with me. I felt full spectrum of emotions. And could name the, like, and could, yeah. I didn't know how to move beyond them though. Right. They were like a wall, a wall of anger, a wall of pissed off. I don't know if that's an emotion, but 
you know, a, a wall of like, screw this, right? Like I, my, my big emotions were always like anger, really like mm-hmm. anger, 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 anger. Um, sadness is not something that I could connect to because you can always do something about it. Wow. Really? That's, it was yeah. so different for me. Yeah. So it was like, it was like, don't waste your time being sad. Don't cry over spilt milk. Like don't bother with those emotions. Cause guess what? You can do something about it. Go and do something about it. I feel like I would say I can do something about anger. I can't do something about sadness. If I'm sad, I'm just like, I'm well, just- why are you sad? Because something's not working. Go and fix it. Shelly. That, no, that would be, I'm not saying that's the right thing, but that's yeah, the way no, no, no. my mind would process it. Right. So I think okay. what is so interesting here to point out is everybody's experience of different emotions is going to be so different. Yeah. And how we feel is a byproduct of our thought processes, but we get to take a look at what that thought process is for us yeah, and how do we change the emotion to experience real gratitude and actually feel it and recognize that we can have gratitude and desire at the same time, Yeah, which is, I get to be happy for, for what I've created and where I'm at now and excited about what's coming and focused on creating that as well. Beautiful. Yeah. I love it. And I just like that we had that those different perspectives, right? Like it's almost like you experienced it one way. I experienced the opposite way. And hopefully people listening to this, like will resonate with, with some pieces of both, or maybe just one or the other. Um, But either way, we've got like things to help you move forward with not being happy with where you're at or feeling like you should be further along. You're not alone. We've got you. We've been there. We're your hosts, Shelly DeLoyer and Kelsey Van Roon. Thank you for listening to Unshakable Minds. To learn more about us and our work, head over to theunshakableminds.com. We'll see you next episode.